daddy we are so humbled that you would come you said that you would come and you came lord we we are so humbled not because of the blessings that we have received not because of the fresh impartation not because of the answered prayers but because you came said that you would come and you did come and every time you walk into the room everything changes we know that we will never be the same again somebody that believes that say a louder amen amen we know that we will not be the same again i know that i will not be the same again at your neighbor and say i will not be the same again i might not see it but something has changed on my inside you might not see it but something has changed on my inside come on come on make that your confession make that your prophecy make that your declaration there is something that has changed pastor jojo made a prophetic declaration he said when we pray it's not so much about god coming down to us but it was about us being elevated to where he is amen our perspectives has been elevated tonight our perspectives has been increased today we've been taken up we've been pulled up higher amen I don't have a sermon left to preach but I have a blessing to give you. Can I give that to you? Yes. Will you be patient enough to receive that? Do we have dinner? Do we have something coming? Yes. Okay. Great. Amazing. So don't worry if you if you're hungry. Anybody hungry yet? How many of you sneaked out and got lunch for yourself and came back in? Or how many of you have been overdosing on those biscuits kept there? God for those thank God for the onlineers you know nobody is going to judge them i'm sure that some of them were saying amen while they were eating on food no judgments absolutely okay but you don't get to eat the food that we are going to eat after the service is over so uh, uh, so 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 we want you to be ready and prepared for this blessing okay you know how allergic i am to empty chairs So come and fill every empty chair and let's together receive the word. Let's it's okay. Mama kind of just remove this from me. Why can't you just stay? Just prophesy. Minister with me, okay? Prophesy along with me. Mandala ba kaserebe. Who who's who's calf is this? Who is this blessed person whose calf is here? can get to sit here okay. i anybody else feeling hot anybody feeling hot do you do you need the ac decreased a little bit more or is it same it's fine as it is or should i decrease the temperature should i make it more cooler no not more it's cool enough okay as you say do you want it more hotter do you want it more hotter 
No, okay, no problem. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready for the word? Wow, I'm I'm so so blessed. Anybody remember what we learned last night? Fire. I didn't even touch on fire. What who who said fire? Keys of prayer. Keys to pray a prayer that can transform a city, a nation, a transform a family. Anybody remember the first point? A burden-based prayer. When we pray, we need to have burden. And and that kind of prayer will really transform us, transform the people around us. Amen. What's the second thing? A covenant-based prayer. Amen. That's amazing. I'm I'm glad that some of you remember or at least you're sneaking into your notes. Uh, okay, okay, nobody is speaking to the notes. Okay, perfect. Well, that's awesome. But uh, let me see how many of you can reach all the way till point seven with me. Yeah? Okay, so point one is burden-based prayer. Point two is covenant-based prayer. Lifestyle-based prayer. And we saw how Nehemiah prayed day and night. Amen. Lifestyle-based prayer. You know, as I was doing the uh, the the live stream last night i saw that shalom was on fire and i'm like this is amazing and and it was uh, you know and he was commenting every 2 minutes he was commenting later on i realized it was sijo who was commenting you know and uh, sijo has this unique anointing to use other people's phones to comment some some days i see a jaimol sunny you know who is commenting on the live stream and going all oh, hallelujah and i receive it and then i later realize that's his mom's phone that he is using <laughs> so so that's that's uh, that's like a, a type of intercession he's standing in the gap of somebody else yeah. and on on behalf of them he's declaring amen so not only he receives the blessings but even that name that comes on the chat receives a blessing shalom <laughs> amen burden based prayer covenant based prayer lifestyle based prayer what was the next thing relationship based prayer so you see that nehemiah had a relationship wait before relationship wasn't there something repentance based prayer okay that's what i was thinking relationship was the fifth point so so the lifestyle had to overflow into repentance where nehemiah repented not just for his sins but for his family sins his nation's sins that repentance based prayer overflowed to a place where he now picked up on his relationships he started quoting names moses and uh, you promised this to moses so we need answers to this prayers then from relationship based prayer it went into anybody anybody what is the sixth point i'm not going to respond to you elena i don't think anybody here heard that what is the sixth point identity based prayer where this prayer is no longer just based on a relationship now he is saying lord hear our prayer because we are your servants amen when we pray based on our identity our prayers will be answered 
The last thing is that he prayed based on God's delight. He said, Lord, we delight in honoring you. And that is why we want your uh, what that is why we want your favor and blessings in this one area. Amen. So it was a burden-based prayer. It was a covenant-based prayer. Say it with me. It was a lifestyle-based prayer. It was a repentance-based prayer. It was a relationship-based prayer. It was an identity-based prayer. And it was a delight-based prayer. Okay? I'm going to repeat this a couple of times so you get it really well. Okay? One, two, three, go. This was a burden-based prayer. It was a covenant-based prayer lifestyle-based prayer, repentance-based prayer, relationship-based prayer, identity-based prayer, and a delight-based prayer. For those of you who missed that word, I think it will be there on the podcast and it will be there on the, the Instagram TV by, by tonight or by tomorrow. So you can go back and, and check it out. If you've been missing out on all the updates, make sure to uh, just tune into a WhatsApp group or WhatsApp broadcast list or wherever you can connect with us so that as soon as we go live, we will notify you so that you can receive. You don't miss out on anything that God is speaking and teaching us in this house. Amen. I'm going to continue with Nehemiah tonight. Can you give me the slides? I'm going to continue with Nehemiah tonight. We're going to just study a, a portion uh, from Nehemiah and uh, then we will quickly go into the the blessings that the lord is speaking over us tonight and we'll finish with that this is not exactly how we planned okay by the way you know there were several changes that uh, happened through the course of the day and especially in this last hour hour and a half this is not how we had planned it but this is how god had planned it so you know we just changed it around is that okay is everybody happy? I want to teach you about love for God's house. Everybody say love for God's house. He says in Nehemiah chapter 10 and verse 39, the whole group of elders and leaders, they come together to make this declaration. They say, we promise together not to neglect the temple of our God. You know, we have a rule in this house. It's been a while since we've practiced this, but do you know what's the rule in the house? When there is a verse on the screen, we all read it together. The same goes for those of you who are watching online. There are verses even coming up online, so make sure to read it out together, okay? Wherever you are watching us, make sure to read it together. Let's go. One, two, three. We promise together not, everybody say not, to neglect the temple of our God. Here is this group of people that rebuilt Jerusalem and they are making a promise, they are making a covenant before God, they are making an oath before God and they are saying, we promise not to neglect the temple of our God. I don't know how many of you were tuned into the live stream on Wednesday, Thursday morning, the Revive Nations live stream where Pastor Shaiju was teaching on the temple. And he was teaching us how the whole reason why these guys went into exile, why these guys went into captivity was because they neglected the temple of God, because they dishonored the temple of God. 
and and if you guys know those of you been praying with us you know that from monday night onwards we've been praying and declaring this verse you know god had given me this word and we had been preparing and and praying this verse over our church for this entire week and that word came as a confirmation now i want to i want to speak this over you tonight i know that you know we are all here to thank god for what he's doing in our nation but tonight we have to make a fresh commitment tonight we have to make a fresh devotion a fresh promise before god saying lord we will henceforth we will not neglect the temple of god we will not neglect the presence of god we will not neglect the house of god okay now let me tell you this the house of god in the old testament has different practical applications in the new testament in the new testament your body is the house of god your your home your family is the house of god why because two or three gather in his name his presence is in their midst but moreover our assembly or our gathering together is the house of god us meeting together like this it's the house of god paul says in first chronic first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 don't you know that your all of you put together you are the house of god put together just as your body is a house of god don't you know that all of you put together is the house of god now how can we neglect the house of god when we neglect our relationship with one another when we neglect the godly order that he has put in the house of god when we neglect the the principles and protocols that he has placed in the house of god we are neglecting the house of god god told this to uh, you know the church at corinth through uh, apostle paul and he said don't you know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit so if you will destroy your body or if you will hurt your body god is going to be very upset with you because you are destroying god's temple and god is very possessive of his temple and this he spoke not about the church but about your body how much more the same is applicable for the church that if you and i we destroy the unity of the church if you and i we speak against what god is doing in the church if you and i we we dishonor and disrespect and neglect what god is doing in his house how much more will that be a problem why am i talking about the temple of god about the house of god about the church of god on a day when we have organized this meeting to pray for our nation it is because the blessing of our nation is directly proportional to the blessing of the church if the church is not blessed our nation will not be blessed the blessing it doesn't flow from the physical to the spiritual it flows from the spiritual to the physical you understand what i'm t- saying right any any spiritual people in the house you understand what i'm saying it doesn't flow from your your healing for example doesn't go from your body to your spirit it comes from your spirit to your body you get what i'm saying when god wants to release a financial breakthrough into your life he doesn't give you money he releases a word into your spirit and from that spiritual place it flows into your body and you receive a financial breakthrough amen? amen and in the same way if god has to release a blessing over our nation 
then the church has to be blessed first the house of God has to be honored and not neglected and and celebrated in the first place come on anybody is there anybody in this place that is connecting with my heart tonight that the Lord is saying that I am looking for a few people not a lot of people I'm not looking for 100,000 people. I'm looking for a few select people. If you read Nehemiah chapter 10, you know, they even mentioned the names of the people that, that were uh, making this covenant and this promise together. And the Bible says they made this promise together saying, we promise together to not neglect the temple of our God. Keep your hand on your heart. Say, I promise not to neglect the temple of God look at your neighbor and say we promise not to neglect the temple of God the house of God the presence of God the church of God we promise There's several things that we do that 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 dishonor the presence of God you know when we when we come the I mean I mean, we're living in the New Testament time. We don't have to come scared and, you know, oh my God, if I do this, will I die? No, 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 we don't have to do that. We don't have to be religious about what you do in church. But you need to have reverence. Come on, do you understand the difference? I'm not asking you to be religious and saying, okay, you need to remove your shoes and cover your head and, you know, stand straight like a set. No, no, no. But at the same time, is there any reverence? Is there any fear of God in your heart when you walk into His presence? Does your attitude automatically get changed and elevated when you know that right now you're in the presence of your King? He's not just your friend, but He's also your King. He's not just your brother. He's also your Lord. He's your Adonai. Anybody remember that? He's your Elohim. He is the supreme judge. He is the creator. He is the one who is, who deserves your worship. He is the one who deserves your attention. Wow. Somebody say, we promise. Together. As a church. As Bangalore Revival Center. Those of you who are married, you you. You bring out your home name, you know, uh, you, the Vergises or the Sings, or put your put your family name and say, "We promise together, not to neglect, not to neglect, not to ignore, not to uh, deprioritize, not to put it on a second level priority, not to neglect the house." the temple, the presence of our God, the church of our God. Tonight, as a family, Lord, as a church, you know, some of you are from different churches. It doesn't matter. This is not about Bangalore Revival Center. This is about the church that Jesus is building and the church that the gates of hell cannot overcome. Whichever church you're part of, whichever house you're part of, whichever city or nation you represent, can you make this covenant before God? We promise together to not neglect the temple of our God. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 56 and verse 7. Read it with me. This is a promise or a blessing. Can I say this is a blessing? From here on, will you receive this as a blessing? For the promise that you've made, the Lord is now releasing a blessing over us. Are you ready for this? 
Isaiah chapter 56 and verse 7. He says, I will bring them to my holy mountain of Jerusalem and fill them with joy in my house of prayer. Wow. It's actually speaking about a remnant, a broken people, a hurt people, a destroyed people, a depressed people. We are praying for depression and anxiety. It's speaking about a group of people that are suffering, that are struggling. Now, see, the pastor in me would say, no, no, no. Don't have to bring them in. Let's all go to wherever they are. But the Lord is giving a blessing to the church. The Lord is giving a blessing to the house of God. And he says, this is what he will do. I will bring them to, the, to my holy mountain of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem in the Old Testament is representative of the church in the New Testament. You know this, right? Do you know this? Yes, no, maybe, maybe not. No. You see this in the book of Revelation. How the church is coming down from heaven dressed as a bride and then the bible says this was a new jerusalem amen? amen jerusalem in the old testament is representative of the bride of jesus the church amen and he says i will bring them to my holy mountain of church and fill them with joy in my house of wait a minute it doesn't make sense if if you're saying this is a house of counseling joy makes sense if you say this is a house of uh, deliverance or blessing joy makes sense but this he says it's a house of prayer that you, that people are going to come to and in the house of prayer people are going to receive blessings in the house of prayer people are going to receive joy in the house of prayer people are going to receive their breakthrough in the house of prayer people are going to be elevated and promoted and increased anybody catching this yet in the house of prayer the lord is looking for a house of prayer what we were doing from morning till night today is praying when we were singing those songs they were a prayer when we are receiving sermons it was a prayer we are praying out to god our heart's desires amen and as we speak these prayers and as we pray and envision this house to be a house of prayer the lord says i'm going to bring people that don't that don't have joy i'm going to bring them in and i and they will be filled with joy in the house you know, one of the things that the enemy does, especially with depression and anxiety, is to isolate people, is to keep them away from fellowship, keep them away from relationships. But the Lord is saying, hey, your answer is not to be outside the church. Your answer is to be in the church. If you don't want a deliverance, it's a different thing. But if you want a deliverance, if you want an answer, you have to be in the house. You have to be in the house of prayer. You have to go looking for a house of prayer because that is where your joy will be restored. That is where your freedom will be released. Amen. The verse goes on to say, read it with me. One, two, three, go. I will accept. No, no, no. That's not how you say it. I will accept. This is God speaking. I will accept their burnt offerings and sacrifices because 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 my temple will be called a house of prayer 
for all nations it says these depressed and broken people will come and how will they come they will come with offerings and sacrifices it doesn't make sense for hurting people to bring offerings but the hurting are the ones that should bring the most offerings you know I, I loved how dad taught it on Thursday and I was just amazed and he's like hey usually when when you see somebody who doesn't have money and who doesn't have enough resources you want to go and help them you want to be charitable to them right but on the flip side Ezra the book of Ezra it says the the hurting and the poor and the broken ones they were the ones that gave the most because they knew that it was in their giving that their breakthrough lied amen and it says I will accept when these broken people come I will accept their burnt offerings and sacrifices why somebody asked me why, why? come on loudly loudly not like that why because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations I don't know how many of you want to receive this blessing some of you are going to become builders of temple of a temple that will be a house of prayer for all nations if, 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 if you're receiving this just stand up wherever you are because because this is a prophetic word it's a blessing that the Lord is releasing if you're receiving this that I will build a temple there will be a house of prayer for all nations not just not just for my home and not just for the workers not just for the small four-member family but for nations I will build a temple I will build a house I will build a church I will raise a group I will raise a generation that will be a blessing to nations they will pray for nations they will bless nations they will bring joy for nations there will be a house of prayer for nations did anybody find that word all there <laughs> did anybody find that word all did it say some of some nations or one nation or at least two or three or five how many nations can you count how many nations are there come on now all nations you're called to be a blessing to all nations please please be seated whenever I declare a blessing quickly stand up okay I'm not going to say this again but whenever I declare a blessing from henceforth just quickly stand up so I can release that over you yeah it says that that my temple will be called a house of prayer to all nations and that is why people will come with offerings and sacrifices and there they will receive their blessing there they will receive joy there they will receive breakthroughs and they, they will receive forgiveness and and lifestyle changes and tonight I just want to finish with reading a psalm Psalm 84 I know that many of you would have read this uh, during the Psalms study but we'll read through the entire chapter again okay it says how lovely is what are we talking about tonight our love for the house of God or the temple of God love for God's house everybody say love for God's house I love God's house now for something for me to fall in love with God's house it has to be adorable to me 
That's to look lovely to me. Right? Here is the psalmist. He's looking at God's presence. He's looking at God's house and he says, How lovely is your dwelling place. Now, you know, these psalmists, you know, you should read some of the other psalms that these guys wrote. You will know that they were not surrounded by good people. You will know that they were not surrounded by righteous people. But still, when they looked at the congregation of God's people, they said, how lovely is this place? How, why? Because God lives in this place. I, I'm not saying this church is amazing because all of you are amazing. You are amazing. I, I, don't, I don't doubt that. I don't, I'm not criticizing any of you. But that is not why I'm saying this church is awesome. I'm saying how lovely is this, is this place because this is His dwelling place. This is His dwelling place. Somebody say, how lovely, how lovely. is your dwelling place, O oh Lord of heaven's armies. How lovely, how lovely is your dwelling place. Are you praying with me? Are you, are you crying this out? Is this your prayer too tonight? How lovely is your dwelling place. Place your hand on your eyes. Lord, right now, every critical nature, every time we look at the church, every time we look at God's people, every unloveliness that we see and experience, we pray that it shall be removed tonight in Jesus' name. The next time I see a church member, the next time I see another church, the next time I see somebody that loves Jesus, I will call that person lovely because he is God's dwelling place. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of heaven's armies. Verse 2, pray this with me. I long. Somebody say, I long. Yes, I faint with longing to enter the courts of the Lord. Wow, he's saying, you know, how do you feel? Any, any, how many of you are on fasting? Let me just see your hands. How many of you are actually on fasting, full fasting? That's amazing. Yeah. You're on fasting? How, how do you feel about dinner tonight? Is your tummy yearning for it? <laughs> Is your body faint to eat something? And it says, when I think about the quotes of God, when I think about the first song that they would sing in church, you know, quotes is the entrance, right? Yes. You know, do you know the Old Testament church? The Old Testament tabernacle, outer courtyard, holy place, most holy place. So when he says to enter the courtyard, he's saying he's talking about the initial level or the opening prayer that we have today, okay? Or the first song that we have today. And he says, when I think about the first song that they will sing in church today, oh, I, I long. And yes, I faint with longing to enter that time when it will be 11 o'clock and when I will begin to worship when I will begin to experience this presence of God once again with my family, with the house of God. Somebody say, I, I promise not to neglect the house of my God. 
and and this is how we stop ourselves from neglecting it is by honoring the house of god amen by honoring the presence of god he says i long yes i faint with longing to enter the coach of the lord he says read it with me with my whole being body and soul everybody say being body and soul your being is your spirit okay you are you are not your body you are your spirit you have a body you have a soul and you live in a body but your real person is your spirit it says with my whole spirit body and soul i will shout joyfully to the living god he's not saying just with my spirit you know some of us we say oh, i'm shouting inside i'm shouting no 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 don't just shout inside don't just shout in your head you know body soul spirit or your being with everything i will shout joyfully why because i faint with longing if you're not able to shout if you're not able to express in the presence of god that's lack of hunger that's because you're 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 not longing or you're not fainting to enter into the courts of god somebody say i promise not to neglect the house of my god verse 3 it says even the sparrow finds a home and the swallow builds her nest and raises her young at a place near your altar o lord of heaven's armies my king my god it's talking about sparrow and swallow these guys are not even human beings and it says when they build their nest or you know what is the nest nest is is your home or your environment where you are going to do your family where you are going to do your marriage and you are going to raise children teach them you know build your own world build your own name right this is this is a sparrow it says even the sparrow who lives not i don't know how how long is the sparrow's life span can somebody just google that out a sparrow who has such a small life span it says even the sparrow when it has to build a house or build a nest it's not looking for any place he's he's saying i would like to build this near the altar near the presence of god near the temple in the presence of god as close as i can as i can get you know in the old testament days they can't get very near to the presence of god but you and i we live in glory days where we can enter into the holy of holies boldly but with fear and trembling amen the bible says that this is how sparrows live this is how they do their future planning can i can i can i give this as an instruction to some of you who are planning your futures can you build it around god's presence can you build it around the call of god over your life can you build it around the house of god can you build it around the temple of god somebody say i, I promise not to neglect the temple of my god so it requires for me to realign all my plans and everything that i would do around the altar around the presence of god around church around god's house around the people of god amen not around myself 
not around where i will get the best cool temperature or where it is convenient for my children or where it is convenient for my uh, office where i can travel no no no, no. now we are, we are we are we are changing our perspective we are saying i'm going to build i'm going to make all my plans based on how i can honor god's house how i can not neglect god's presence amen verse 4 what joy what joy for those for those who can live in your house always singing your praises did it did, did we have a taste of this verse today <laughs> how many songs would we have sung michael i think at least uh, 25 30 some 30 or 40 songs we would have sung today i mean like the whole day from morning to night your you know your throat would be crying out by now saying can you just like you know chill bro you know don't scream so loudly and you know just take it easy but you know he is saying how what joy some of you have been sacrificing your your jobs and your you know whatever and you've been spending time today can i declare that there is great joy coming into your house there is great joy coming into your relationships there is great joy coming into your finances there is great joy that is that is being released into your relationship with god into your walk with god any areas any areas any anywhere where you have sacrificially given to the presence of god sacrificially sat in the presence of god the lord says what joy what blessings what blessings what glory what beauty what awesomeness for those who can live in your house can i also say this further some of you not all of you some of you will get the privilege this is a privilege are you ready for this some of you will get the privilege to practically physically serve in god's house all the time some of you will be employed by the church <laughs> i'm not talking about bangalore revival center but some, but some of you are going to be doing full time ministry some of you will get to live in the house always in his presence always i know that you some of you don't take that as a blessing but i i you're thinking you know you know we pro pays me so much how much can a church pay me ah you have no idea my friend ask somebody who has been working for the church not because bangalore revival center pays me but ask me what my lifestyle is you have no idea what joy somebody say what joy for those come on sit 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 down for those who can live in your house what joy it's a privilege okay it's a privilege i'm not demeaning anybody that is called to work in the corporates and no 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 that's a, that's 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 a great responsibility to but what joy for those who are called to live in your house singing your praises always somebody say always some day some day some day this is on record let me say this some day our church will have 24 hour service ah uh, some day 
we will have 24 hour live stream someday we will have the church will be open 24 hours by then there will be people who will be willing to live in the house of God and, and guess what we will take care of their expenses we will pay them better than what Vipro will pay them yeah trust me as a church we will bless them so much that they don't need a Vipro or they don't I mean no offense Vipro if any of you Vipro guys are watching because we are richer than Vipro come on we are richer than the Ambanis. Our father, he, he owns a, a, a cattle on a thousand hills, the Bible says. Somebody say, what joy. Lift your hands and say, I will not neglect the house of my God. That's my promise. Verse 5, he goes on to say, what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem you understood what Jerusalem is I taught you what Jerusalem now read it again what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to the house of God on a pilgrimage to the presence of God they are not looking at it as a you know how when they go to you know shopping you know how do you, how do you go to for shopping you know dress pick up what is most convenient wear it and run to the mall buy come off you know you can go in anytime come out anytime but the Lord is saying that there is a group of people who are gonna take who are gonna set their minds on a pilgrimage and every time they think about going to the house of God going to the presence of God they will look at it as a pilgrimage something that they want to plan and prepare for and and dress well and and collect an offering and do, do whatever it takes to go honorably amen what joy for them because their strength it comes from the Lord where it sits Wow, it says when they walk through the valley of weeping. Anybody who's had to cry in the last one week, it's okay. We are a house, we are a family. Just put your hands up in the air. Anybody who's had to cry in the last one week, it's okay. It's perfectly fine. Just let your hands be in the air. Wow, beautiful. The Lord says when you walk through the valley of weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs. The autumn rains will clothe it with blessings. Wow. When you walk through brokenness, wow. This is speaking about those that love God's house, those that love God's presence. This blessing is not for everybody. This blessing is not for uh, free distribution. There are many other blessings like that, which we'll talk about at a later point. But this blessings are for those that consider the house of God lovely and beautiful and adorable and, and want to live in the presence of God and have decided not to neglect the house of my God. Amen. And it says, when they walk through the valley of weeping and tears and brokenness and failures and challenges and, and disappointments, the Lord says that tears will turn into your refreshing spring. Your failures will turn into your refreshing springs in Jesus name the autumn rains will clothe you with blessings it may be a normal rain for everybody but for you it will be a rain of blessing in the mighty name of Jesus verse 7 
come on now we're going to go quick it says they will continue to grow stronger and each of them each of them come on look at your neighbor and say each of them each of us each of us we will appear before god in the house of god each of us nobody will miss nobody will miss our encounter because of the valley of weeping how many of you know that everybody has their valleys some has it more frequent some has it less frequent some had it in the last week some had it last month but everybody goes through the valley of weeping but the lord says if you love god's house you will and you will and you will continue to grow stronger are you receiving this blessing you will continue to grow stronger and each of them not some of them not some of them somebody say each of them will appear before God in Jerusalem none of you will miss your encounters because of your valleys you will not miss your encounters with God because of your failures you will not miss your encounter with God because of your brokenness each of you each of you come on receive this as a blessing place your hand on your head say i will not miss my blessing i will not miss my encounter i will appear before god i will stand in the presence of god yes this this is my this is my blessing this is my blessing my blessing is not in the money i receive my blessing is that i get to stand before god yes i get to stand before the presence of god i get to encounter god in the house of god i get to encounter god in jerusalem that is my blessing that is my greatest blessing oh yes oh yes oh yes you will continue to grow stronger you will continue to grow stronger don't give up you will continue to grow stronger in jesus name please sit for a few more minutes verse 8 verse 8 it says oh lord of heaven's armies come on you're reading with me yes. oh lord of oh lord god of heaven's armies hear my prayer listen oh god of jacob verse 9 it says oh god look with favor upon the king i shall show favor to the one that you have anointed how many of you know that you have anointed and there is special favor meant for each and every one of you verse 10 are you ready for verse 10 oh no i i don't know if i can read this verse this is too powerful says a single day in your courts not even in the holy of holies but in your courts is better than a thousands anywhere else how many of you spend one single day today morning tonight in his presence you know what the lord is saying how many years is thousand days 3 years Three years? Is it three years? Approximately? More than three years or less than three years? Around that time? Less than three years. The Lord says, "How much? How much? 
distance will you travel if you work hard for thousand days or three years how much money will you earn just count your per day income and count thousand days income or three years income how much money will you earn in, th- in three years the Lord says by spending this one day in his presence you have just placed yourself three years ahead of time you have been elevated you have been promoted three years ahead of you what will take you three years to travel <laughs> some of you just travel there overnight what will take you three years to go to what will take you three years of prayers are you receiving this this is also for those that are watching me online what will take you three years to receive and work hard day and night is your portion today in the name of Jesus please mind you this this blessing is not for everybody please please I'm, I'm so sorry this blessing is not for this is for those that that I know that if I would have said this that there is a special blessing this house will be full today I, I know for a fact if, if, if I would have declared this and announced that there is a special blessing for those that are going to come this house will be full today our live stream will be overflowing but this is not for those that come for a blessing this is for those that come for his presence that come because they know a better is one day in your coach so some of you have been promoted by three years in your spiritual maturity some of you have been promoted by three years in your financial plans and your financial stability some of you have been promoted by three years in every area of your life you 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 may be looking the same you may be feeling the same age in your body but you are three years older from today your spirit (laughs) yes receive it somebody your spirit has grown three years come on I want us to receive this come on for the next 30 seconds speak in tongues one two three go Thank you Lord for the elevation. Thank you Lord for the three year elevation. Thank you Lord for the thousand day promotion. Thank you Lord for the thousand day blessing. Thank you Lord for the thousand day breakthrough. Thank you Lord for the thousand days increase. Thank you Lord for the thousand day maturity.
As you remain standing, read this with me. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than to live the good life in the homes of the wicked. Verse 11, it says, For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing. Everybody say no good thing. I will lack. Say this after me. I will lack. No good thing. I will lack. No blessing. I will lack. No promotion. I will lack. No breakthrough. I will lack. No healing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Why? Because the Lord God is our son and our shield. He gives us grace and he gives us glory. Grace and glory goes hand in hand with this God. Last verse. Oh, Lord of Heaven's army, what joy for those who trust in you. Put your hands up in the air. Father, I just bless your children tonight. for the grace and the glory that is their portion. Thank you for the blessing that is going to pursue them. We thank you especially for this blessing that said that each of us will stand in his temple, in your temple before you. Each of us, we will encounter you. Each of us, we will experience you. And we also thank you, Lord, for the thousand-day pro promotion. We also thank you, Lord, for the thousand-day blessing. And we thank you especially for our valleys are going to turn into our refreshing springs. We thank you for our weeping is what is going to refresh us. Our brokenness is what is going to fill us. Our failures is going, what is going to elevate us.
better rich one day than a thousand else. Yeah, better is one day in your coats. Better is one day in your house. Better is one day in your coat than a thousand elsewhere. Jesus, better is one day. bodies are tired but our spirits have grown stronger by thousand days we thank you Lord for the grace and the glory because you Lord are our son and you are our shield you are our son and you are my shield thank you Holy Spirit thank you precious Jesus Thank you, Abba Father. We receive your grace. In Jesus' name we pray.